0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Three in One, who comes in order to create a division. And that's good news. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, This reading is kind of a weird reading, especially in the gospel reading, and and in some ways you're you're kind of like, well, why don't you just preach on uh, the really, really long Hebrews reading that uh, Bob did such a great job with? Why are you preaching on the really, really short gospel reading that seems like, well, Jesus needs a Snickers? Because you're kind of like, oh, Jesus, like, what's the deal here? Why are you, like, kind of being a wrecker in all of this? Uh, you know, it, why are you saying that, you know, uh, that you have not come in order to bring peace, but rather you have come in order to bring division? And, and why are you so seemingly happy about that and so anxious for that day to come? But I think, particularly because it is kind of a strange reading and a strange part of the gospel story, it's a good thing for us to kind of dive into it and go, okay, what's going on with where Jesus is at right now? And, and what does that have to do with our lives? And, and um, it, you know, it, I think simplistically we kind of look at this and, and we go, well, that, you know, Jesus is just telling his disciples that stuff is going to get difficult, that uh, their, their mother-in-laws are not going to like them, or um, uh, things like that. But I think it, it, it's something that's deeper, and it's something that gets around sort of our concept of boundaries. And uh, we have boundaries all over the place. We have boundaries of things that we are a part of that other people are not a part of. And those may come uh, sort of uh, uh, on the outside of, of you know, purposefully, excluding other people, or some of that may just be kind of something where you're excluding people without even, maybe even realizing it most of the time. I think one of those uh, signs of, uh, one of those boundaries came up early on, uh, right after we bought our house. And uh, we, we had just bought our house, which um, uh, the, the front yard was a disaster. It kind of is that way now again. Um, uh, and um, and, and, and we had just bought it, and, and all of a sudden, Liz was at home, all of a sudden there was somebody who knocked on the door. and this, this lady who knocked on the door came up to the door and she was asking Liz all sorts of questions about the house. And Liz you know, was kind of proud of the, the house and like uh, answering these questions. And the lady just kind of weirdly stepped into the doorway. And Liz was like, well, that's rather forward, but okay, I guess. Yeah, we're, we're proud of this new house that we bought and all of that. Um, and, and so she was talking, and, um, and finally she said something to the effect of, like, well, how much are you asking for it? And Liz said, Ask it, we just bought this house. We're, we're not asking any, we're not selling. And she said, what, that open house sign on the corner that's not for this house? And Liz said, no. <laughs> And the lady's response was classic. The lady's response was, well, what am I doing in your house? (laughs) And she was recognizing, hey, there's a boundary here. There's a boundary that I should not have overstepped. And why did you even let me overstep that boundary? And there's all sorts of boundaries in our lives that we start to establish. We establish boundaries between the different frames and the different worlds that we're a part of, and so we can have kind of our work life or our school life, and we can have our home life, and we can have all sorts of these different sort of co circles that maybe make a very complicated Venn diagram in our life. But there is kind of these boundaries, and those boundaries are really what Jesus is talking about when he's talking about this baptism that he is so eager to be baptized with, this fire that he has come to cast on the earth. And so you you look at what Jesus is talking about in the gospel lesson and and you you start to go, okay, well at this point in Luke's gospel, Jesus has already been baptized in the River Jordan. So what he's talking about in terms of being baptized is not when John the Baptist baptizes him and the heavens split open and the Holy Spirit goes uh, goes from the skies down on him as a dove, But what he's talking about is something different. He's talking about something that is a different kind of baptism, and it is the baptism of the cross. A baptism that will change his life dramatically. It will not only change his life, but it will change his way of relating to other people around him. And that is what a baptism was for the people around Jesus at the time. In Hebrew, they would call it a mikvah. It was a time in which you would stop your life and you would change in a manifest way so that your life was distinctly different from that moment on. It was like the moment that you first said the serenity prayer in AA. It was like the moment where you traded in your iPhone for a flip phone. It was like the moment that you did something else that was hugely impactful for the rest of your life or at least from the rest of your life and that's what Jesus is talking about Jesus is talking about a moment in which he will be baptized meaning that it's going to change his life it's going to set something distinctly different between that moment and the moments that had preceded it and you you think about the moments that had preceded what Jesus had been up to at this point. Those moments had been that he was the eternal son of God. That God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit shared this eternal unity with one another. And that that was an exclusive eternal unity between them. And he was the only... Logos, the word of God, the word that stands behind the word. He was those things. He was this rabbi who came to teach God's people about what God really wanted instead of just their religiosity. But at his cross, something changed. And those things weren't necessarily nullified, but they were changed. Because at the cross, God included humanity into the community of the Trinity. God included his people into the word by giving us the Holy Spirit so that we could read and interpret it ourselves. God came not only as rabbi, but after the cross... As Savior, as salvation of the world. And that is the baptism that Jesus is talking about, and the fire that He casts on the earth. Well, that can mean a lot of things, but if we look, this is Luke's Gospel, and, and the one place where fire shows up in Luke's Gospel is in the book of Acts, which is the sequel to Luke's Gospel. And the gathered disciples receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. And so when Jesus is saying, I can't wait for this to happen. I can't wait for this fire to be kindled that I can cast upon the earth. I can't wait for this baptism that is going to happen. He's talking about this immense change that's going to change the boundaries. It's going to change the boundaries of what it means to follow God. That no longer will that boundary be based upon your being a Gentile or your being a Jew. No longer will that boundary be based upon you being righteous or wicked, no longer will that boundary be based upon any of that, and that's good news for us that Jesus's change, that Jesus's baptism, that Jesus's cross means that the boundaries have changed in a manifestly different way. And in order to show his disciples how manifestly different that is, he takes the most basic unit of our boundaries, our family, and he says, that boundary is gone. And so after Jesus' baptism, yes, father and son will be set against one another Daughter-in-law and mother-in-law will be set against one another. But here's the thing. That the boundary there has changed. Because the only boundary that matters in our lives with God is our belief in what he did on the cross. That knowing And believing what he has done on the cross is the only boundary for us. That it doesn't matter who our father was or who our mother was. It doesn't matter how righteous you were this week or how unrighteous you were this week. It doesn't matter how you identify in terms of your race. It doesn't matter how you identify in terms of your religion. As long as that religion is Christian and believes in Jesus. It doesn't even matter how you identify in terms of your politics. What matters is faith in Christ or not. That that is the boundary. And so that all of these other things that we put before God in terms of what we think should keep us out of the kingdom of God. Lord, I've committed this sin. Lord, I'm this kind of person. Lord, I'm this, I'm that. I shouldn't have a part of your kingdom. To that, God says, that's not the boundary line. The boundary line is my baptism. The boundary line is the cross. The boundary line is that cross which gave the forgiveness of sins, which opened the door to the burning fire of the Holy Spirit coming into our lives so that we could be united with the Father. There's a lot of boundaries in our lives. But the only one that matters to God is the boundary of that cross. And if you're inside of that boundary line, you're inside the kingdom of God. You're inside the resurrection. You're inside heaven. You're inside his love. And so may you this week Meditate and reflect on where the boundary line is and isn't. And where you find a boundary line that is not the cross. Leave it behind. Because that's not God's boundary line. Amen.